In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet. Now, go right here with an orange shirt. I don't know. I didn't think of one. Um, I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm not rocking orange. I'm rocking green. So we're both rocking our favorite colors, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, we're also not um, bleeding profusely from the head like Ric Flair, but we'll get into well, that in a bit. I didn't watch that, and so... I sure didn't either. I watched a shit sandwich with really good bread last night. Yes, there was... There was. A, I wouldn't even quite call it a shit sandwich. It was just like... Like... Like a, um, like a really bland, like a mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah, like a mayonnaise or, or like, <laughs> just like, like dollar store peanut butter and jelly. But not jelly. But, but, but on really, really good bread. Yeah. Like, and no it, jelly. There was no, not, it, it's, it. it's, it's like, I can see there a little bit of jelly in there, <laughs> but it's, but it's dollar store jelly. You know, also joining us from up north, RCMP JLB. He's really confused at what we're talking about. I think. No, there, the, the, there was hints of spice between the meat. Uh, you're talking about SummerSlam, the beginning Indeed being good. We are fun and the ending being fun as in the other bun. In the middle uh, being. You know, I mean, yeah, but you had, you had, you know, you had the Logan Paul frog splash to the table. Um, you had Edge coming in. You know, you had little, little, little spicy parts of the meat that were pretty. Mm, you're like, mm, but then the rest was just kind of bland. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, um, we'll definitely get into well, it. I'm sure we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> all about that as as there being one person here who did watch Ric Flair's last match. Um, the event, not just the last match. I am going to to uh, uh, hand over to JLB to just give a short synopsis. Overall, was it worth it? Ric Flair's <coughs> last match, just to watch that specifically, or the event? The event. The event as a whole. The event was fairly good. I, I would recommend maybe watching the Briscoes versus the Von Eriks. That was a really fun match. Um, we called for that to be the best match of that pay-per-view. I mean, it's the, the women's match, too, was decent-ish. I think someone got hurt, though. I don't know her name. It wasn't Perosa or uh, uh, Ellering. Jordan Grace. Ellering. Ellering got rolled up on, like, her leg got rolled up on... Um, it, like really early on from what I read, like, mm, yeah, yeah. Well, first, she first couple minutes of the first couple show. minutes. Yeah. She had twisted it. The doctors were even looking and then she came back 
into the match and i'm like oh okay so maybe it's not that bad maybe just a sprain but she definitely was off after that a bit um the um triple a match was also pretty fire uh it was phoenix uh black taurus and two other guys i don't know bandito and laredo kid bandito bandito Fire. Bandito's wrestled a few times on AEW. Has he? Okay, I knew him. He's been pretty good. He also <laughs> he wrestled so... in the original All In, I believe. He was also uh, the last ROH champion before Mr. Gresham took it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he beat, I believe he beat Roosh, and then Roosh. Uh, and of course, Roosh now in AEW. And oh my God, him versus Roosh! Ooh, I gotta go watch that. <laughs> I'm just checking all in just to make sure I'm remembering correctly because I was pretty. Sure Roosh Moxley would sell just about anybody the other day. <clears throat> that was a that was a very good. That was a fire fucking. Yeah, match. it was it was the six man tag team Golden Elite, which was Matt and Nick Jackson and Kota Ibushi versus Bandito, Ray Phoenix, and Ray Mysterio. So. That was added. yeah, um, and then the actual flare match. I mean, okay, so it wasn't as bad as I maybe was expecting it to be. Flair did maybe a lot more than I thought he was going to do, although he didn't do a lot necessarily. Um, Jeff Jarrett. Still looks phenomenal, but Jeff Jarrett is also like 55. I googled that because I thought he was older. Um, boy, so did I this prior night. Um, and then yeah, I mean, Flair took like maybe three bumps in total and then he bladed. Uh, but by the end of that match, dude was like passed out even before the end when he was supposed to get tagged in again. The dude was down by the apron for like five minutes and when andrade went to go tag him flair didn't even know what the fuck was going on he's like here here's the tag and andrade even had to help him up with the brass knucks jeff jarrett is the best seller in the fucking world because to sell a man not knowing where the fuck he is throwing a punch that i don't even think hit him uh jarrett took that like a champ uh thank god the people in that match were the people in that match with jay lethal andrade uh, and Jeff Jarrett, because they all were stellar, um, you know, as Flair's last match. If it is, who knows? It's been his last match three times already. So, um, but definitely, Flair, don't, don't, don't do it again, bud. I mean, you didn't do much. You're 73 years old or something. You didn't do much, but even with what you did, like, you're not prepared with all that training you did do, like, no. I think Vince looked better in the ring than you did <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally different. Right but, I mean, that's a tad different, too, right? Yeah. So, so going down the line of the matches, just in case uh, you weren't aware of what matches, there were a couple, couple matches on the kickoff show. Uh, one of them was some um, uh, young lions from New Japan that nobody knows who they are yet because they're just getting established. <clears throat> so it's not really worth talking about them. But then there was the Bunkhouse Battle Royal, which um, I did get to watch because it was on the free kickoff show. And 
it was just a cluster of I don't know what was going on most of the time. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but it featured like it started off and there were um, like 10 men in the ring or something like that. And then all of a sudden you heard a noise and Mance Warner came out um, and then like uh, a whole bunch of GCW people showed up. And we're suddenly in the match. <clears throat> um, and so, like, GCW people like Joey Janela, Blake oh, Christian, uh, uh, I think Jordan Oliver was one of them. Of course, Mance Rayner. Just uh, a whole bunch of... Oh, uh, uh, Effie. Um, just all showed up and invaded this battle royal, and uh, we're just mm. like, okay, now you're in it. Um, right. And then it was just, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was a battle royal. Battle royals always are a little bit just... Clusterfucky. Clusterfucky, hey, yeah. JLB, do you have a lens cloth? What are you trying to say? I do. Your shit's not coming through very clear. <laughs> Uh, I, his, Smarks his, is, and you're not. His camera sometimes is like that. I don't know if it's a resolution. Is it the thing. blurry thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll take it off then. Jeez. Well, I don't think about my glasses. Thing. I think you think it's, I think it's the... just your camera right now, but I'm, I don't think cleaning it's going to do anything. I think it has nope. probably more to do with either your connection or yeah, it could be uh, your resolutions or whatever. Anyways, um, then the official match, the official show took off. And so I didn't get to see any of it. I chose not to spend money on something advertised as someone's last match because I, I, I jokingly say I don't, I don't want to watch someone die in the ring. Still. I mean, <clears throat> um, and... You know, I, I even was hesitant when Sting came back, right? Yeah, right. I think you guys can remember me saying I wasn't interested in seeing 63-year-old Sting. Um, and then he's he's managed to show that he could, could do it. But here's the thing. Sting kept his body in a better physical condition than Ric Flair ever did, right? Right. Um, and he's also 10 years younger, right? So... Um, right. but anyways, um, there were a lot of matches I was interested in, but I wasn't about to put money on them. Um, <clears throat> my favorite tag team of the current era, Motor City Machine Guns. Right. Uh, right. went up against the Wolves, which is Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards, uh, in the opening match and yep. won. Killer Cross with Scarlet Bordeaux. That was a really Ringside. quick match, I feel. Uh, what was that? It was a really quick match, I feel. Like, I didn't uh, really get a chance. Five minutes but... and 20 seconds. Okay. I guess not that quick, but it felt fast. Longer <laughs> than the Liv Morgan match. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, <laughs> but Killer Cross defeated Davey Boy Smith Jr. Uh, then there was a Four Corners match that featured uh, Nick Wayne, <clears throat> Kanuske Takeshita, Alan Angels, and Jonathan Gresham, with Jonathan Gresham coming out. Uh, with the win, victorious, he wins. Uh, he is now the number one contender for the Progress World Championship. Uh, if he continues wrestling, I guess. Right. Let me roll my eyes a bit on that. Um, then there was the the uh, what did they call this match? 
it was a, it was the the legacy match. I think it right. was yeah. Rock and Roll Express, which was Ricky Morton, and I believe it's his son, Carrie Morton. Um, <clears throat> versus one. Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, both of whom wrestle in AEW. Brock right. Anderson, of course, being the son of Arn Anderson. Anderson. Right. Yeah, I missed that one completely. Uh, <laughs> and that, that was won by Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson. Although I still, like... I mean, I'm still scared, man, because Ric Flair in that interview also said that he was going to go out with Kid Rock. Kid Rock was also there again, Rock. by the way. Yeah. Um, he didn't make out with Trashy Tammy, who was the girl that he made out with on SummerSlam. She's mm -hmm. like a TikTok YouTuber. Yeah. Yep. He was there alone tonight. I, uh, If I were either of them, I'd probably get tested. But, you know, that's a, another thing altogether. <laughs> um. But I just, like, Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson have a very limited tie to the Four Horsemen through their parents, right? But they've right. never... But at least Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton was in Rock and Roll Express, right? Right. So, like, they calling them the Four Horsemen was like, are they really... Ah, uh, well, you know, it's kind of like the second generation superstar. They're like the second generation or whatever. I, I would use generation the phrase horseman. superstar with Brock Anderson. In any, wow, in any really just hate is so big on Brock Anderson. Uh, Granted, I didn't really watch the match, so I shouldn't say much. So let let's just say I don't need any Zequil after a Brian uh, Brian uh, Brock Anderson match. He's Boring. Anyways, Boring. Uh, you talked about the Fatal 4-Way uh, AAA match that had Bandito, Laredo Kid, and Black Taurus with Ray Phoenix being the victor. Mm -hmm. Jacob Fatu versus Josh Alexander. Uh, Jacob uh, Josh Alexander, the current Impact World Champion, was defending. Uh, ended in a no contest. <clears throat> that it featured, if I'm remembering, I'm not looking at a full breakdown, but I think that was the one where Matt Cardona yeah. and Brian Myers uh, interfered. Came in, which was pretty cool to see uh, Matt Cardona. I felt like we haven't seen him in a while. Well, he's, he's... been out injured. He, oh, he's okay. got, he had shoulder surgery, I want to say it was. Anyways. Well, now he's going to have neck surgery because he just went out with a bang. DDP mm -hmm. came in the ring, gave him the little diamond cutter. Uh, it was nice. Uh, then you had the Briscoes versus the Von Eriks. Really uh, fun. Oh, my God. The Fat 2 match on top of that. Well, that yeah. was fucking crazy. My first experience between Jacob Fatu and uh, holy hell. Now you know why I've been talking high on Jacob Fatu. Right? Oh, my. He did a whisper yeah. in the... He almost, I don't know, if, I don't know, the wis widow or whisper in the wind or something off the top. That guy's like fire inside the ring and outside the ring. Like, and he's a big dude. Like, whoop. he is a big dude. We've heard it. We talked about it before you ever I saw. I, I didn't believe you guys. Oh my god, the Briscoes. Have you ever seen the Briscoes? Fuck yeah, we did. I know, I know, I know. I know. Yeah. Now yeah, I that, saw. Now, that was well, I believe. That really now I believe about this. You knew every one of those were going to be great. Um, I feel like you. Knew well, now it's real to me. Okay, now it's real. Uh, indie stuff, man. Like, <laughs> I'll fucking miss six fucking Raws in a row and still have better fucking wrestling by catching some indie stuff on YouTube. Facts. 
Uh, Maybe you not mentioned now. the women's Maybe match. <laughs> Three-way match for the Impact Knockouts champion. Jordan Grace, the champion, defeated Diana Perrazzo and Rachel Ellering. Um, and then the final match of the night, of course, this was the main event. Ric Flair and Andrade defeated Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Um, did they, other than, uh, did they tell a story for Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett being partners? Yeah, so basically what they, they did a little thing at the, uh, before the match. So basically what it, uh, what it was, was Flair was, it's a really stupid story, but Flair was uh, getting trained by Jay Lethal Jay because Le- uh, Flair was setting up a card. Jay Lethal asked if he could be in the main event with him or he could be part of the card. And Flair had mentioned, well, you're not main event worthy in like a nice way. And Jay Lethal took it wrong. And Jeff Jarrett was like, you know, Flair's been doing that my whole career too, blah, blah, blah. And that was kind of the whole fucking thing. So it just kind of like Flair's a narcissistic asshole. Let's face him. And Andrade is just there because, oh, I'm related to you because I'm tapping your daughter. Um, you know, that's it. Pretty much. Jerry Lawler was also there, though. Uh, he was in the corner of Jeff Jarrett. Not outside, but I mean, like they went to, to do an interview. Angry. Yeah. They went to do a, a, a backstage segment and Jim, uh, Jim Ross. Jerry Lawler was in Jeff Jarrett's locker room and... Still can cut a good promo, but you know he's still a perv. So allegedly, a perv or what you stated earlier in the podcast because I was I wasn't going to call you or in the in the group chat. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, I'm cleaning it up. I'm cleaning okay. it up. Allegedly, what he said in the thing earlier because that has not been proved, but confirmed perv. Like yes. confirmed perv. That's confirmed there's, perv. There's, I will give you a perv. <laughs> there, there is no, uh, no, no uh, ands, ifs, or buts about that yeah, one. That, that's that's confirmed there, but yeah, allegedly. Well, I'm sure there's some buts about it. Oh, there's plenty of buts. Plenty, plenty. Big of ones, uh, small um, ones, young ones. So anyway, so th- uh, this, however, allegedly is not a Ric Flair's last match review podcast no but hold on i also did watch the rick flair roast not too bad not too bad there were some comedians there had some pretty good zingers um like who i don't know the comedians technically because they're not any big ones jeff ross was not there there was no jeff ross (laughs) uh eric bischoff was really freaking random with his uh with his roast he was talking more about shaving his balls and looking young again that he shaved, and then Brian Knobs, more so than Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, Dudley was just weird. He's like, I don't want to diss you or roast you. I'm just here to honor you. And he rips up his jokes that he was going to do. Maybe he was too... It's a tipping. roast, man. That's I know. It's like, bro, you're here to roast, though. Like, that what the fuck? an honoring thing. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Tori Wilson did surprisingly okay as a roaster too. That was um, interesting. She probably spent some money to have some people write some stuff. That's uh, that's facts. That's uh, very valid. Knobs uh, was just all over the fucking place, but I think he was already like fucking hammed, so he wasn't making sense as you know Knobs usually does. Not make sense. Um, 
And yeah, that's it. It was a fun roast too. So I maybe recommend for those maybe checking out the roast because roasts are always fun. Uh, the hockey player though was a really shitty roast. There was a hockey player. I forgot the guy's name, uh, but he's Canadian and he has like the most playoff. What? A Canadian hockey player? No. No. Don't you know? We have the best ones out there, but uh, not the best roaster hockey players, apparently, because that was horrible. But, you know, go Canada. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I, I'm reading recap of the roast, and, like, I don't recognize any of these fucking names. No, that's what I'm saying. Comedian-wise? Brad Nessler's mask. Oh, Brad Nessler. Tyler Morrison. Don't know that. Funny guy, though. I think that was one of the funnier ones. No, there wasn't, like, really big known comedians. A video. Vicky Guerrero was also there. Who? Did you just say kick Bukowski? There's Tori Wilson. Rob Tori Wilson, Vicky Guerrero. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, but no, he was uh he was just on the uh the video packages. Rock was also on the video package. Uh some other comedian was on the video uh, package. Aaron Rodgers did a video package. Aaron Rodgers. Scockle. Don't know that guy. Yeah. There's a bunch of video. Thank you, Rick. Whatever. Da, 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 da. Rock was actually a really touching one. I think it was the last segment promo. And uh, The Rock was just talking how Flair and his family went way back. And he remembers him when he was eight years old. And his grandma would like sew up his uh, robes and stuff like that. And he appreciates Rick for all the time and so on. Trish Stratus was also there too as a video segment. D- too. DDP asked Rick Flair if he thought he'd be alive in a time when his prostate was bigger than his ego. <laughs> yes. That's the okay line. It's all right. It's not bad. It's not bad. I didn't uh, remember DDP stuff too too much. Um, yeah, I was really pissed. I was really looking forward to Dudley fucking doing something, but he just went the high road, I guess, and said, "I'm just gonna honor you." Okay, cool story, bro. How do you call that a high roast? road? I mean, you're you're at a roast. I said Good high job. road. Vicky yeah, Guerrero, <laughs> Brian Nobbs. Yeah, it wasn't Great the greatest Andy of roasters. Barlow. Like the comedian Armstrong to send a thing. Oh, that I want. I'm. Oh, I yes. Be Lance serious Armstrong. for a moment. No, 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 no. Not Lance Storm. Lance, oh, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. Lance Armstrong, like the fucking. Testicular cancer uh, steroid guy. Mr. Mr. One Testicle, yes. <clears throat> But that's it. So that was Starcast in all of its glory. So I recommend the roast. The roast is uh, is just always a good time if you want to check that out. And then pay per view was decent enough. Just I mean, it was five stars for the Briscoe match, the Jacob Fatu match, and the Triple A match. Those matches, if you want some good wrestling, that's the go to. If uh, you you want to see an old man almost die in the wrestling ring, I guess you could watch the Ric Flair match. Uh, I mean, the night isn't over. We can still find out maybe tomorrow morning what happens with that. It's so fucked up, dude. Dude, he would look like really bad. And I was surprised there was like no doctor there right after the match ended. And I'm like, why is no one checking on this guy? Like he looked really out of it. Like maybe it's just over exhaustion. 
But like, fuck, 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 oh, fuck, fuck. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna move yes. back on to <laughs> reviewing SummerSlam, the show that we really came to review. Mm. Um, Yay! Twenty-five minutes of that. Great. Um, so to, to remind everyone. Our reviews are done a little different than other ones. Instead of going through match by match and saying this is what happened and this was good and this was bad, we go through and we start off with the worst and then we go through the best, right? So there might be matches that don't get talked about because they were neither worst or best. They were just meh. Um, but the, I think we'll have a little bit of both. On They were on... mediocre. So uh, before we get into the actual review, I take this moment to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So after the show, link is in the doobly-doos for tatnusco.com. You can head on over there, check out the other shows on the network there, tell them we sent you. Um, also, uh, if you're joining us live or you're watching us on one of the replays, we highly recommend you uh, go follow us on Twitch because we do like uh, Twitch exclusive shows now like our summer slam watch along summer slam watch along yesterday where Sometimes we uh, talk about food yeah you would have got to hear us talk about food and and all sorts of stuff and and our live reactions to the show itself um yeah i had no voice i'm sorry guys i wasn't the, but, the greatest I'm but back. uh but that's only on twitch so if you're following on us on youtube or or uh, you ain't gonna Facebook, get it or even nope. just the audio version. You don't get it. Nope. Only on Twitch. And only for a limited time, too. So come join us on Twitch. It's a great time. Uh, but on that note, we're going to go in and we're going to start off with worst match of the night for SummerSlam. Only eight total matches. Um, and it really, it went a little bit longer than allotted time. But it really wasn't that long of a pay-per-view overall. So... Yeah. Uh, it was a normal pay-per-view. How long was the pay-per-view? Oh, well, no, my point is, when you hear eight matches, you think, oh, is this going to be a four-hour, five-hour long pay-per-view? It wasn't. It was a normal length of pay-per-view. It wasn't really that long. Oh, okay. Fair. That's what I was saying. Oh, Are you here. counting the riddle, Rollins? I'm no, counting the entire match. length of the pay-per-view. Oh, uh, okay. But Riddle Rollins wasn't a match. No, I know, but they took time... Because they still showed up. Um, Worst match of the night. I mean, Liv Ronda. Sure, it told a story, but I mean, <clears throat> Liv Ronda. I, I'm sorry. I got to go with Mysterio's and Judgment Day. Edge coming back kind of did that for me, though. More so than Liv Ronda. I, I don't know. I wasn't even big on Edge coming back there. Wow. It was rough. I, Edge coming back just seemed sort of rushed to me. Like, we got to bring Edge back. Um, <laughs> th that's definitely up there for worst match of the night for me. Um, Liv Morgan versus Ronda is up there. But I, I the only reason I, I'm... I'm not giving it to that one is because I know they probably had a lot more planned because all the reports, we even talked about it last night, all the reports say that they were told to cut a bunch from that and they had to rush through the finish. Oh. So four, four minutes and 35 seconds. Um, <clears throat> it was the shortest match of the night entirely. Um, yeah. Damn, and, it was and even surprising just, it was four minutes. 
just barely <laughs> shorter than the one that I might actually give my pick for worst match of the night. And it's, oh. it's kind of weird for me to do it because the match did exactly what it was supposed to do. Um, but Bobby Lashley versus Theory. It yeah, just, I don't blame me for that one. It it was just kind of a meh match. And and it was a meh match because like we've seen Theory versus Lashley multiple was it times. Better than their previous one? No. No. Really? Okay. And that's why that's why it's meh. That's why it's meh. Oh, it just, one, it didn't just... need to happen, especially with Theory having a big angle to come later on in the night. Right. And like, yet it wasn't even that big of an angle. He looked you know. horrible. It was still scenario. a big angle. So that's why I go Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Although both of those other options are, are on the table. I just... The question mark is, what does that indicate to us about this, this pay-per-view? Because uh, as a whole, the fact that we can't agree on the worst match of the night tells us that there was a lot of not... A lot of stuff on the same caliber. Mm-hmm. A lot of mid... Well, I mean, and here's I mean, the thing, right? Twitter was going ape shit. Oh my god, it's a new era. Da, da, da. One of my co-hosts from the other podcast was marking the shit out of SummerSlam, saying it's like the best. Ever I was twice, whatever. twice. I was beginning and end. Right. We we said through the course of the the, the live stream multiple times that we were worried that WWE blew its load too early right. with the the all of the call-ups and uh, surprise appearances and returns in the first match of the night. Right. Well, and... And, and then, the, aside the, from Edge, that was really it for the entire night, you know? Right. There were, really weren't any other surprises. I mean, the ring got lifted up. Yeah. Which that was a surprise. That was yeah, surprising. What, what, what does this do for you? Yeah, I'm still not sure. We'll talk about that, though. Um, I I do think um, one would be forgiven for choosing Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin for worst match of the night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Pat McAfee fucked up a little, too, though. I'm just not invested in Pat McAfee coming out and occasionally fighting people. Not in this match, I'm not. I liked him in other times, but this match, he kind of was either jittery or nervous. He just fucked up a bunch of times. I don't know if if Theory's better at selling the the feud than Corbin. That's tough for me to say, though, because we've seen Corbin sell some really good feuds. I think about chemistry, and I just don't think they had the chemistry. And that could be. Which is surprising, because they're both ex-football players. Okay. You would think they'd have, I don't know, you would think they would have this, like, I have athleticism, a lot of chemistry. I have no chemistry with. Chemistry has nothing to do with your career. There are a lot no, of, but I mean, you know. I, I'll, I'll give you an example of, of why it doesn't matter that they're both ex-football players, oh. right? Uh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard are both actors, yet they oh had God. no chemistry in Aquaman. <laughs> At all. None. Zero. Right? I don't know that uh, Amber Heard has much chemistry, chemistry with, with anyone. Yeah. Maybe with but, Lies. But so. Her that, and Lies go really hand in hand. They so have the greatest My point still stands. Just because two people are former football players does not mean that they have chemistry. I have lots of people I used to work with at various jobs before. And, and 
Fabe can actually attest to it. I have people that I worked with at the job that we worked together that I you have. You have a guy in your same training class that you guys are oil and water. Mm-hmm. And no he's pretty much whatsoever. oil and water with anybody. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fair. Fine. But I mean, as an athlete, I don't know. I felt like, look, look at the same could be said with Angle and Brock. Both amateur athletes. Fucking, they work, they mesh so well together. Yeah, that's because uh, they were both professionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both professional football players. Well, I guess not Corbin. Consummate professionals. But we're talking about uh, professionals in wrestling. And while, yes, technically speaking, Pat McAfee is a professional wrestler because he gets paid to wrestle. He is not a full-time professional wrestler who right. has all the training, all of the time, all of that stuff. And sometimes you just don't have chemistry. There are there are many yeah, times... But him and Adam Cole, man. There, so he didn't have chemistry with, with Corbin. Doesn't mean he's not a good wrestler. It just means Adam he, Cole's not a former football player. Yeah. Oh, where did that chemistry come from? My point, Adam Cole's professional is. <laughs> my my point being that sometimes wrestlers, hey, even hey. professional wrestlers, sometimes wrestlers don't have chemistry with their opponent, and when that happens, as a promoter, you need you to punt. Goldberg. But sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I I think you could be forgiven for saying that's the worst match of the night. But for me, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory, it was just meh. Uh, Mysterious versus Judgment Day, I get that choice. Uh, that match also was kind of like where what is this doing? You know, I, especially we did make when... the remark of the the brood. Um, the brood entrance thing that had to be built so you yeah. could walk down some stairs like yeah they they literally were like hey we want him to be able to come up out of flames so we're gonna build this little thing to roll him out so we can raise him up in the flames then he's got to walk down these stairs to get to the normal level and and fernando i really can't i can't hate on you for that the 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 Logan Paul match. I I, I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was a good match, but uh, I understand hating the celebrity matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Logan Paul match was better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but do but we rate it that way because of our expectations? Yeah. But my expectations were also fairly low. So, mm. um, Yeah, I don't know. But I thought he did great. I thought he looked almost he, like a natural well, in the ring. Yeah, he he uh he definitely has taken it seriously. Yeah, which I is hope something... the construction workers get their stuff back. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's just uh, he definitely has taken it seriously, which is something I haven't said about Logan Paul in the past for anything. Right. Yeah. I I have a newfound respect for Logan Paul. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say respect yet, but oh. Okay. Um, Fine. I'm just lenient, I guess. I'm talking about the one-on-one celebrity matches. Well, which was Logan Paul in the Miz, technically. I think yeah, he's that was one-on-one. referring to one-and-done celebrity matches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair. Mm. Where they just bring in a celebrity like... When they Snooki, for example. Brought in Snooki, yeah. Or... <laughs> um, sorry, who else? 
Anyways, we're going to move on. Most predictable moment of the night. Um, I am going to say... Uh, God, there's a lot. Oh. Uh, I'm, a lot of the victories were very predictable. Very predictable. I mean, I think most of us thought that Bailey was coming back. So we saw I even, Bailey return. I, I even um, remember on on our challenge last week, I even said that that's what I would do is I'd bring Bailey back. Now, admittedly, I said I'd bring her back with uh, whacking, wacky waving and playing yes, arm. Yes, you didn't get that. And I did not get that right. Yeah, ding dong. Hello. <laughs> By the way, good to see you again, Fernando. We missed you the other night. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, um, the uh, the the I don't know. I, I can't help but think that you know we all knew that that Bobby was going to win. We all knew that Roman was going to win. We all knew that likely Bianca was going to win. That was probably the biggest question mark in, in when we all knew. Uh, we all probably knew that Logan Paul was going to win. Um, I would say maybe for me, more Logan Paul and Liv winning. I honestly didn't know Becky was going to, uh, Bianca was going to keep it. You thought Liv winning was the, was the foregone conclusion? Yeah. I mean, uh, between Liv winning and Logan winning, there's no way that we're going to let Ronda beat Liv. They have to push Liv. Ooh, I'm going to say it. We got to experience the slowest 619 in history. Yes. Yet again. They, they that teased is the it. Most they teased thing. it and then didn't hit it and then were able to hit it later. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking Dominic. And he didn't even fucking turn. I was like, bro, this he was your one shot. a different style, man. That's it. You can't be your dad, but you're too tall um, and not as acrobatic. Man, most predictable moment: the thousand Eddie Guerrero uh, references. references in the night. Oh wow! I feel like I didn't catch any of them. Oh, you didn't the catch Titans it. Titans cheerleaders coming out. You didn't catch it when they literally said on commentary. Dominic and Ray's outfits tonight are uh, homage to the late, great Eddie Guerrero. Okay, no, but I mean, aside from that match, where else was he referenced? And uh, Logan Paul's five-star frog splash? Outfit was like it, and when he went up to do it, he did the... Right. Can't do the shoulder shake uh, before he did the (laughs) five-star frog splash. Right. Um, Any particular reason why they went all Eddie uh, Wild? everybody loves Eddie and so it's it's an easy way to it's an easy way to get a cheap pop now wow that sounds cryptic um, when you say it like that we even on the on the live stream said I I wish that that wrestlers would you know uh come you can up pay with another homage to pay homage to you can pay homage to lots of different athletes in wrestling Mm-hmm. But like uh, they, Bruno San Martino was one of them they talked about. Why didn't mm-hmm. somebody pay homage to him? Mm-hmm. Um, Killer Kowalski and rip someone's ear off in the. Oh wait, maybe maybe. Yes, I would wholeheartedly agree with this. Logan looks yes. like Dominic a veteran. Just needs some NXT time, yeah. Um, or potentially, you know, ROH time, or 
Because Logan is fighting based off of his height. He's fighting. He's, he's how using he, a style appropriate to his size. Yes. His size. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but um, I, I would mean, say Dominic's hairdo is an homage to Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, Bullets aren't in. I, if I were to say, like, really most predictable moment, it would, to me, actually be Lashley winning. Because I yeah, saw I that. Was pretty, pretty I, I, I don't know. I, cause I trying thought... to cash in and not being capable of it. That's yeah. probably in that category. I saw I no upside to theory. There's no upside to theory winning the belt back. There is none. It doesn't establish him as a bigger star. It doesn't uh, do anything. He's going maybe at- builds a feud for when he does cash in if he wins it. Maybe. Well, I I thought more along the lines of he wins the U.S. and then he goes cashes in and wins the world. It does make the U.S. a bit more the U.S. title a bit more prestigious. Uh, but definitely way too soon for any of that to happen. At theory, uh, no Dolph Ziggler either. That was probably my most. Unpredictable. I thought I thought for sure we were gonna see Dolph because I'm like, hey, you have a storyline being built here. Nope, no Dolph to be found. Nope. Dolph AJ though, that was kind of fun. That was a yeah. Anyway, that's later. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Botch of the night. McAfee. McAfee. <laughs> yeah couple different spots a couple times almost falling down when he's doing his oh my god i mean i would probably too but i mean i haven't been in a wrestling match yeah and 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 they're not not calling you to you know be in in summerslam right right yeah yeah i mean you might get a phone call for the local wrestling thing if your podcast gets big enough either one of them yeah, I'm just saying, local wrestling, I'll take chops in the middle of the ring. By the way, <laughs> I would say you are the most talented on the WTN network. Just you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I think the ending was uh, McAfee was trying to go for uh, Panama Sunrise. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, that's exactly but he really just hit a code red. It did a little roll-up with it. It was kind of not bad, And a bad code red. It could have been worse. I was like, ah. I I liked his roll-up. At least he did the roll-up, and it still happened. I was like, you fucked up, but at least... Well, I mean, that's what a code red is. You jump on their back, and then you flip forward, and you flip them over. That's a code red. So he did a code red, but I think he was trying to do a Panama Sunrise, an homage to his feud with... Adam Cole, Mr. Bebe. Bebe. Um, but it just wasn't good. I, I am going to throw another potential botch of the night out to um, reportedly the Logan Paul match running long, which caused them to have to cut the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey match short. Um, because that's a big botch there to allow a match that early, second match of the night to have such a domino effect that the second to last match has to cut down to four minutes and 35 seconds. And it's a match for one of the championships. 
Why can't they go over though? I never got this whole like, oh no. Well, the old reason why they couldn't go over is when you were on traditional pay per view, uh, you, you had a hard for, cutoff time. You paid yeah. for X number of hours, and if you went over, you just it just would cut you off. Which can still happen, by the way. They still have it on pay per view. Yeah, and so that's that's the real reason, right? Um, because it's expensive. You know, and there, there's actually a very famous uh, WCW pay-per-view. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Goldberg versus uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Yes, yeah. Uh, it got cut off before that match even happened. Oh, really? And so they had to replay it for free on, on Nitro the next night <laughs> because nobody got to watch it. I do remember. The people who paid the... good money to watch the pay-per-view didn't get to see the main event because they went over on time. Now, modern times, um, especially with WWE, you have the money to pay for additional time. So you just do, right? right. So WWE pays for some additional time, but they don't pay for uh, an hour's worth of additional time. They pay for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes worth of additional time. Right. Um. But in the end, that's bad time management. If your second match of the night goes so much longer <clears throat> that you have to cut your co-main event down to four minutes just to keep it within time. I'm also going to point out that the Brock-Roman match went 23 minutes, right? Yeah, I felt like that even went a little bit too long. Like, how many times did we need Roman to fucking hit him with a belt? 5,000 mm-hmm. times. Like, you could have so, just did once or twice. They could have cut a few minutes off of that. They could have cut a few minutes off of the Mysterios versus Judgment Day match. Uh, they could have cut a few promos out. How many times did we have to see a video package for whatever is coming up afterwards on the network? Or here's another package of Brock Lesnar, you know, for later tonight. Right. There's Facts. ways they could have made back that time. Um, and instead they cut. I did technically enjoy their little event calendar thing. I thought that was new. I feel like I never saw their event calendar thing like that, where they showed all the dates and then people wrestling on the side and then they showed the other dates and like 30, 38 events available. Get your tickets now. WWE.com. I don't know. Weird thing to notice, but well, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it is weird to notice. I, I didn't really key in on that but it is very reminiscent of how wcw used to do it right um wcw back in the day would heavily promote their live events during their nitros and and later on thunders um it it was kind of their thing it's one of the things that kind of separated uh wcw from wwe wwe didn't spend as much time promoting their house shows and and other live events as much but um but anyways um we'll move on to overhype of the night what was the match or moment that was hyped up way more than it needed to be pat mcafee Uh, the match that should not have existed got hype wow um Damn. 
Well, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in something a little controversial here. I'm gonna say Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey, uh, only because of the circumstances. This right. was a match for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. It was a match that they built up since the last pay per view. Right. You know, built and built and built. And then they cut it to four minutes and 35 seconds. Um, and, and have it like they really needed eight minutes to tell the storyline that they pulled in that four minutes. Them cutting that much out of it hurt the storyline drastically. Yeah, it, it needs to be harder for, um, Rousey to apply the submission holds. Mm-hmm. Now, her getting out was gold. Liv Morgan getting out of the submission holds left and right was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Should have had her do it five more times. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Resilience and smart wrestling, that's that's fantastic. But Also, who taps when they've seen the referee do two strikes to the mat already? Nobody does that. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to wait for either her to let the... Hold go or um, no? No, I think they yeah. count though. No, if if your shoulders are down on the no on the, the ring, his point is if you've got someone's shoulders down and you can hear the ref counting, why would you tap out? You're oh. in the arm bar, but you can hear the ref going one, two. Why would you tap at that point? And no matter how much pain there was. You don't tap because you know that third count is coming. Yeah, I mean, you get your arm broken. You still hold that for the win so that the next night when you release the, relinquish the title, you have an automatic title shot later on for storyline. Well, I just think it's because they did. They, it was more just about proving Rousey was... Because uh, she tapped literally right when it hit the three, right? No, I understand the storyline, it okay. just doesn't make sense, is what well, she saying. tapped at two and a half. She tapped yeah. before the three, but the referee counted first, so that's what the, the referee, referee didn't see her of. tap. Is the, is uh, the thing. right? Okay. Um, but Jesus, it, like the same storyline you had with the Usos and fucking thing. Next thing you know, we're gonna get a special guest referee, and it better be Shayna Baszler for fuck's sakes. Just give me that storyline already. If Ronda Rousey is as good as they give her credit for, which I don't think she is, but a lot of people do, she can carry a storyline that isn't about a fucking title. Yeah. I I think the storyline they should have been going for with Ronda Rousey is Liv beats her while she's in the armbar. And Ronda Rousey can't handle that someone did not tap out to my armbar. Can you keep uh, Smarks company? Wait a minute, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Bye. He can go full screen by himself. That's fine. You're watching. I'll show you how. I'm literally a big boy. I am am a very big boy. Now you don't even have to worry about it. Big boy. (laughs) I'm a a big boy. (laughs) Anyways. um... You can fill out almost a whole screen. (laughs) Oh. I, I could fill out the entire screen if I really wanted. You got closer, and, yeah. <laughs> if I if I read like uh like JLB does. 
Oh, that's fucked. I can't. I can't actually even get close. It's enough funny to my because camera. it's true. Like I, I have to like stand up and lean. Yeah, you know what? Get some cataracts and then come talk to me, okay? He has no, three thanks. cats. I have. Yeah, I have two. Two. I had yeah. three, but I had two to. Cats. I had to get downsize. Get the downsize. Meow. Anyway. But that's my choice for overhyped. I don't think. I do not think JLB specifically has stated overhype of the night. Oh yeah, thanks, asshats. Overhype. I call underwear. We don't call them asshats here in the U.S. We call it underwear. Assets. Yeah, hats go on top of things, and underwear goes around. That's a great design thing. I was just thinking of a bump with great a underwear on. company name though. The assets. Uh, the assets. Um I would probably I would go with um Theory and Lashley. Just for the simple fact that that was also like a month's long yeah. stupidity and Ziggles being in the mix and them not doing anything with Ziggles. What a waste of my fucking time. Now listen, with all my hating that I am doing on with SummerSlam and it, you know, being a bun, great bun pay-per-view, so to speak, uh, that is not entirely all of Triple H's fault. A lot of it was written before Vince uh, left uh, and Triple H could work with what he could work with by changing a Think few things right to make it a bit more we see, we see hints and glimmers of of what will be a, a very, very good product in the future, near future. I mean, if you're given a script and the script is yeah. complete no, trash and they tell I, you not to change anything, but I, you can I add said, a few flares, you know. I said going into this that that um, what I was looking for were signs of uh, Triple H doing things, but I understood that he... There was no way to expect him to have done like massive changes, right? The Io Shirai Dakota Kai callbacks um, were Triple H, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, having Edge come back was probably Triple H uh, because reports had it up until Vince left that the plan was to bring back Rated R Superstar Edge, not do this brood edge sort of thing um and that they were planning on just having him like move on from the uh the judgment day storyline entirely but uh but other than that i you know i think most of the stuff that happened last night was, was the pre-written stuff and i didn't expect him to just like right you know trash everything and start from scratch um however um from now on, he doesn't get that excuse. You know? Uh, he's going to start carrying the company now himself. So. I give him at least two weeks, though. I feel like there's still stuff that's written after SummerSlam before Vince left, which he, of course, can still change and has that a week to look at all the scripts and the writers, talk so, to the writers and so on. But So I'm going to point out the flaw in your logic here. Mm. You say stuff written for storyline before Vince left. 
Right. But remember, Vince didn't remember storylines from week to week, and he threw them out every week. Right. So nothing written matters. Nothing written has mattered for years, right? So it doesn't matter what was written out. The only reason that Triple H stayed with the storylines for the most part through this week was because he got the job on Monday. Right. Right? Well, Friday. Uh, no, he wasn't named the head of creative until Monday. Oh. Until Monday, okay. we were thinking Bruce Pritchard's was the head of creative. creative. And then Monday morning, it was announced that Triple H was going to be the head of creative. So he got the job on Monday. Had to show up on Raw, tried to do a few things to make people excited. Throw out, you know, some things for SummerSlam. But now he's had a week. And he's had a week to tell the, the writers, hey, let's go wild. Let's let's show people that this is not let's Vince McMahon's. Uh, let's go Sorry. This is no longer Vince McMahon's <laughs> show. So uh, the kids' I was thinking, are coming off of it, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, and obviously the whole NXT thing at the beginning with Bailey and Io Shirai or Io Sky uh, is what she's being called now. Um, and Dakota Kai. Io Sky. I mean, I don't I, mind Io Sky. Who I, whose idea was that? I understand the respelling of her name because that means that more of the audience can understand how to pronounce it. The 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 change to um, the change to the spelling of her first name I understand. It's the change to uh, change to the rest of her name that. Yeah. That's annoying to me. Still using the same music. For now. Yeah. For now. And that's the her uh I want to point out that her Titantron still said Io Shirai. Io Shirai coming in. Yep. Well, I think they mentioned Io Shirai though. Actually, she didn't have a name change until Corey Shirts came out. (laughs) Wasn't it until the shirts? came out no uh cory graves said her well i i'm cory graves didn't say her name wrong cory graves said it right the way they wanted him to say it um that was the joke but they said yeah. he said at one point eo sky and uh everyone and actually talked him. on the uh twitch stream mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> uh but then later Io Shirai on Twitter put up, you know, I have arrived, Io Sky. Um, it's. I have a feeling that um, the name change was in the plannings pre Vince leaving because this still reeks of Vince's policy of. Um, or maybe it wasn't Vince's policy. Maybe it was fucking Nick Khan's policy but of not wanting them to use their independent wrestling name on the main roster. And because she wrestled in uh, Japan under Io Shirai, uh, I think that's probably why they were like, nope, you've got to change it. I mean, I also as a person, I'm maybe one of those um, ignorant 
WWE fans who would confuse Io Shirai with Akira Shida uh, because they did sound familiar and they wanted to maybe just completely say no. Now, I don't want you guys to confuse an AEW star with a WWE star, so we're calling her Io Sky. So there's no sh anymore, and you won't make that fuck up. But that's just me being ignorant, and I imagine maybe other WWE fans might have made that mistake as well. So I think maybe that could be a thing because I don't know, but that's just my own stupidity and not being great with names and whatever have you. I think they just wanted to kind of step away from any rest of their wrestling fans getting confused with that, or I don't know, mentioning that on podcasts or whatever the fuck. Now sky, you cannot fuck that up with anyone else. You won't fuck it up with Scorpio sky. You know what I mean? That won't be a thing. I'm confused. <laughs> I think I think I think we're talking about Scorpio Sky right now. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but uh yeah, where were we? So my overhype was uh Lashley and uh Theory. Okay. Worst performance of the night. I mean, I think I'm going to go with Pat McAfee. McAfee? Um, Most likely. I'm going to go Mysterio, just to be different. (laughs) Justifiably so. I, uh... I don't want to say Liv Morgan um, or Ronda Rousey, even though I dislike Ronda Rousey. Um, <laughs> but because their their match was cut so far short. That's the thing. Not really their fault. It wasn't their fault, but it still made for a bad overall performance. Um, but I think McAfee still is probably the worst for, our, uh, for the whole and that's sad because I, you know, two years ago, when McAfee wrestled uh, Adam Cole, I was talking about how Baby, Mister Baby, yeah, mm-hmm. I was talking about how surprising he was to put on such a good performance. But he just didn't, and I don't know if it was the big stage. This was a bigger stage than before. Got to him, or again, if it was just a chemistry thing. He got the jitters. But or maybe it's Kane mixing mixed in with Titus O'Neil. I like how surprisingly well, though. Uh, on I think it's the chemistry thing because he did surprisingly well on the biggest, the grandest stage of them all, huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Shameless mm-hmm. promotion. Mm-hmm. Shut up, mm-hmm. oh. Montreal. I, I, I defy to to share a screen with you. Okay. <laughs> um, I would also say maybe just WWE making that whole thing that uh, and Kane being there. I get it. It was in Tennessee, mayor of Knoxville. It's going to show up. Uh, but then not having politics to do any of Titus O'Neil doing that whole weird promo on Raw with not having politics. This is just here to have fun. And then you go and have Kane there. 
when he's been Keen wasn't having... playing politics though. There wasn't a political thing. He was just announcing the never be clear. That's fair. Fine. He's a former performer. What I don't understand is former. Is... Isn't he still mayor? Performer? Oh, performer. performer. I said former mayor. I was like, oh shit. Fair. All right. I still go with Pat McAfee. And I guess Corbin too, because I feel like they just didn't have good chemistry together. Oh, that's what we're gonna say now that Smarks gave you the terminology for it. <laughs> just to make him happy. He seems very sad. And ignoring us. No, no I'm very making, sad. You don't have to let him be right, I promise. He'll insist <laughs> I'm on making an ass hat shirt. Uh, <laughs> boom. Uh, did you guys pick your worst performances? You said McAfee and you said what, Fabe? Dominic to be different. I mean, yeah, facts. But moving on to worst move. Um, worst does not move. have to be specifically a move because this isn't necessarily the same as botch. Um, it can be worst move as in uh, timing it out so poorly that you had to cut your second to last match down to four minutes and 35 seconds. I'm gonna say um, tapping out between two and three on the on the mat strike. Wow! Still on that, huh? I'm really not gonna budge on that one. As worst, it's move. stupid. It's the worst fucking writing. It was to protect them. It wasn't the worst writing. It was to protect Ronda as still being a fierce competitor, and because arm bars hurt. You know what you can do? You can mm -hmm. you can I don't know. Build up another competitor is smart enough to fucking hold the armbar in that position. But she's the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. Who's not smart enough to break a hold or grab the ropes when there's two strikes to the mat. Just because she's the baddest woman on the planet doesn't mean that she's smart. Just means that she's fierce. So a smarter competitor would have beat her if you just <laughs> didn't have... Yes. A smarter competitor probably would have. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta you make Liv the smart competitor. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. The Those ESTs belong to Bianca. What I am <laughs> is the smartest. Yeah. Which would build for, for uh, Survivor Series. Meh. Uh, I think that probably <laughs> might be a thing. I think we're still maybe gonna see this going. I on mean, start the build for series. Survivor Series, and you get smartest versus the restest, baddest, baddest. I don't want Ronda to have the title back by Survivor Series. Anybody but Ronda. Anybody. You have to start establishing additional competitors. Well, there was a Charlotte promo. Okay. Additional competitors. We have had <laughs> seven. Seven viable women's champions for several years. <laughs> right. I don't and know. And, I... ones, and that's not including Liv, so I'll go ahead and say Liv's one of them. So that right. makes it eight. But really, you don't have Sasha Banks right now. And right. really, you didn't have Charlotte there last night. And really, for a year, we didn't have Ronda. And really, we don't have Asuka right now, who's a viable contender. Straight up. So, 
Liv can be the gritty, the grittiest and smartest. Bianca's only been there for a year and a half in that category. Right. Well, Trip is hopefully going to change some things around and maybe Correct. even bring up more NXT stars. So This is why you don't put that fucking title on Ronda. Right. I would uh I would she doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She's going to sell pay-per-views whether she's the champion or not. So Liv needs something. Right now it's that she's got grit. Right. You took away smartest as an option. <laughs> right. She's got the grittest of the grit. She just fights through it. Yeah. You got Lacey. I mean, if they, you know, start doing something with her. Too. Yeah, there's there's lots of viable ones in our mind. Mm-hmm. They haven't built a viable one. Right. So the worst move is tapping out at two and a half. What? It doesn't fucking make sense. You heard the first two strikes. You can physically see him swinging his arm. <laughs> I thought it was a fan slapping on the barrier. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, snap. Stupid. Oh, snap. Um, anyway, worst okay. move for you guys. And yes, uh, also on this list is Pat McAfee's... Uh, uh, <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> code red. We'll go with the code red. Yeah, I, uh, I was gonna say Pat McAfee's code red because I don't. Know I don't know, I mean. man. Standing on the top ropes, almost falling on your ass. You could go with Brock Lesnar's attempt to jump on the railing. <laughs> yeah. And falling down. That can also fall under that category. Riddle being at the pay per view. And thinking Seth Rollins wouldn't be there was also just a waste of time, too. I mean, I love seeing Seth. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, pointless? We we talked about it a little bit last night. We think it's kayfabe. His injury? Uh, Every report I've read has said it's kayfabe. Mm. That his injury was... was, Which, with a stinger, you can have three weeks of recovery time. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so, but he decided. couldn't do the match then. But it was it was entirely kayfabe. He doesn't actually have an injury that they made so up. So what the, the fuck? Because they decided they didn't want to have the match at SummerSlam. They wanted to put it off for a future event for Raw. They wanted to build it more. No, because mm. he's because now he's going to be out for a certain. Time. I think they're probably going to do Clash at the Castle in five weeks. Okay. This Riddle some time to be out for a bit and then he can come back and be like, yeah, I'm back and you are facing me at Clash at the Castle. Castle. We're going to be co-main eventing with Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Yeah. They need to make a reason for Roman to only be defending one title. Yeah, they, they seriously got a. Well, I, I think they maybe might do that because Roman is generally SmackDown and Drew is SmackDown. So maybe they'll make it a SmackDown thing uh, and he'll still have the Raw title and he'll go to Raw. I mean, really, all you have to do is have Adam Pierce. Pierce, thank you. I almost said Paige. Adam Pierce <laughs> come out and uh, say, well, just so you know. Roman, you also have to defend 
your Raw title, your WWE title. And the way to do that is to have Sheamus throw a hissy fit. Oh, my God. Dude, that Sheamus-McIntyre match on SmackDown was, fucking fire. was fuego. <laughs> that was an amazing match. Correct. Like, fuck, you should have had that at SummerSlam. I would have been happy. Like, you could have easily put oh, that okay. on SummerSlam. So, Neither of them had so, matches, if I'm not mistaken. You're going to take a little more time from the women's match? Well, I mean, fuck. Might as well give those four minutes to Sheamus. And <laughs> I seriously thought they'd cut it. It, w- it was like 10.30 or something. Or like, it was like, it was like 10 o'clock already. And I'm like, fuck, we still have the live match. And. Oh, dude, it was, it, I mean, it was 40 minutes long. Ran 40 minutes long. Yeah. It was just the predicted time on, on the cock. The cock. I think I'm going to refer to Pacock Network as Pacock Network now. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Oh, oh I'm crying. I oh, feel like that's, that could be a shirt too. Okay, on the move Pacock on. Network. Worst moment. Wait, did you moment. your worst moment? I, my worst move was... Yeah, I was too busy designing asshat. No, I, I mentioned it. It was not timing it out, so you had to cut down your... Second oh, okay. to last match. JLB, give us one. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, I said uh, Pat McAfee's code red. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Yep, I wasn't. Uh... Wait, Pat McAfee's really getting a lot of uh... heat on Twitter. <laughs> heat on Twitter. And Don't here. fucking wrestle anymore. You're great on the mic. No, I mean, I'll give him another chance to wrestle. Maybe him against. I know Fernando said he didn't like celebrity matches. But give him him against Logan Paul. Let's do it. That'd be some great promo work. No, no. Don't do it. Okay. Sorry, I had to swallow my vomit. Oh, how is it? Did it taste like a shitty? Uh... It tasted like SummerSlam as a sandwich. <laughs> I was going to talk about your steak Manny there, uh, your uh, tomahawk steak. <laughs> I didn't get to have it. Did I tell you? No, wait, what? You didn't get to have it. Yeah, yeah my fucking grill. grill. The auger stopped working on my grill. So I have this seasoned tomahawk steak in my fridge now. And I have to go fucking fix my fucking grill tomorrow night before I grill it. That's why you should have got a George Foreman. I could do it on my fucking countertop grill. I want it seared and then smoked. God, don't fucking talk anymore. <laughs> Next category. Yeah, let's go. Well, I moved on to worst moment. Did we oh. get worst? Worst no, moment is different than worst moment. move. Oh, okay. Worst yeah. moment. So, what's is... your worst moment? So you can go back to designing a shirt here in a minute. Mm. Wasn't a fan of the cane appearance. <laughs> That's Just the wasn't. worst moment. <laughs> Overall, uh, you know, like here's the deal: is like moments for me is not necessarily in, during a match. It's like what took me out of the night in, uh, entirely. And the Kane moment was one of them, where I'm just like, God, now, and now they're coming out and they're gonna lie about the attendance figures, which they did. So it wasn't forty thousand. Uh, I think that may have been accurate, dude. That stadium looked relatively full. It looked only, relatively full. The only bad, the ticket sales, they sold only 40,000 
tickets. And they said 48,000. So there's 8,000. Okay, so they gave some away. You had the entire Tennessee Titans roster there. So there's 53 plus the coaches plus the cheerleaders. The, okay. Plus... So I, when I say when I say ticket sales, I mean including comps when they say that on ticket sales. That's including comps. It was well, only set up for 40,000 seats. They only well, set up 40,000 seats. If, if it's 48,000, then you have all the workers in the in the concession stands. <laughs> and you have all of WWE's workers, which is probably a good 500. If not more. Um where's you have people who snuck um, in um, probably theory attempting to cash in. I thought that was just a waste. Um, just because now it makes theory look like garbage in my, oh, I mean, I mean, I lost, know would have lost the, the last man standing with one F five. Never got back up from the F five. No, that's it. He would have been fucking out. Like I was just like, well, I get it. He's the cocky heel. He's just like the Miz, whatever. He's going to get what's coming to him. But, like, I don't know. That whole, he was going to cash it in, but Brock F5'd him beforehand. I was just like, okay, no. I'm going to go with uh, Tez complaining about the fast count. Jarrett. When there wasn't a fast count. So either Jarrett fucked it up. Or Tez fucked it up. And I get it. I get where they're going here. I, I think we're going to get a heel Tez soon. I understand the, the concept. I love Tez. Right. But at the end of the day, eh, meh. No, it was a fun meh. match, though. It was a fun match. I thought it maybe be a bit better. Because that also was like prolonged like crazy with the feud. Uh, but definitely it's no Uso New Day for me yet, kind of thing. I still find no, that, that, that certainly wasn't the best match that te- those two had put on. Definitely not. No. The last one was that money in the bank. Was I, significantly, better. significantly better. Yeah. And I think because we're seeing so many Uso versus Street Profits that it just it's just kind of killing it. Yeah. It's like, no, stop fighting each other. And let us see you at SummerSlam. This is the whole point of us buying your pay-per-view, no? Like, yeah. I think Tez complaining just... Damn it, there has to be something there when you do shit like that. I think he's turning heel, though. Just by I his face. I understand. Like, I'm just saying there wasn't anything there for that complaint. There wasn't anything... That, there wasn't a reason to tap at two and a half. There... There was poor booking in the middle of that in the middle of that pay per view with stuff like that, and that's where I'm going. Ah, reserving the right to retroactively change my worst moment uh, to to that moment if Tez does turn on Angelo Dawkins and break up the tag team because that is the worst decision. Yeah, do not break up the tag team. You can have Tez do go on a singles run. You can make the tag team heal if you want. That's fine by me. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. I don't think he's necessarily going to turn on his partner, but I think he's going to have heelish tactics where they're he's Angelo is still going to be his like bro, 
but he's not gonna they're not gonna tag as much for a little while because he's gonna go through some crazy shit and go on a singles run and do his thing. Unfortunately, that just means Dawkins. Uh, yeah, they'll be like the odd couple almost. I understand. He'll be Fernando. You know, my my thoughts are though. You need tag teams to have a tag team d- division. And there's also no Y in stale. You're going to fucking talk about somebody spelling? <laughs> I mean that with the most respect possible. That's all. I love you, Fernando. Can I, just... can I pull up our group chat? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no! No, no one gets the right out of, out of this group. None of you us can't really even get the right. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rose. <laughs> Cody Rose and the Rosebuds. We do not mock our fans. No, I'm not mocking mock- him. I'm just, no. just in case he didn't know. Just in case he didn't know. As a guy who makes mistakes oh. all the time, I love when people correct me. Oh, you do? I do. I do. It makes me learn because I believe knowledge is power. It could have easily Green been up. a typo. I'm not saying he didn't know how to spell stale. Green up the Creed Brothers. I'm, I'm not familiar with what Green up the Creed Brothers. What's the, what, what? Uh, the Creed Brothers are in NXT. Um, they're the ones who do the cannonball to the outside. Oh, uh, yeah. Going, no, there's some one, great tag teams in NXT. Yeah. We just... Uh... The cannonball to the outside is 100%. 100% going to tear an ACL here soon. I... Uh... I need to see more MSK on my screen. That's what I need. Is MSK still with WWE? Uh, there, there basically is no MSK anymore because uh, uh, I can't remember the name of of the one because they they were different uh, names when they were the Rascals. But uh, got accused by his wife of of being oh, yeah. an abuser. And right. then um, something else came out about him. Oh, a picture of him dressed up like Hitler came out. Oh, fuck. Um, and so he is no longer with WWE. Oh, I didn't realize Oh, that. my God. Yes. Jesus. That's, how do you dress like Hitler when your tag team partner who's made you famous is, is black? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. It, it was reportedly. Was at, it a legit like, photo? It was a legit photo from years ago. Um, oh my god! Um, and it was like supposed to be Hitler. Yeah, I guess you can't mistake that. Uh, I guess you can't. I mean, was it just a Charlie Chaplin? Chaplin? That's what I was. was there more to it? No, it was like uh, full fledged Carter gear. Um, armband. Yeah. Here's the deal: is SS like uh, his wife, um, who is Impact Wrestling. Uh, uh, women's wrestler Kimberly. She might not be with Impact anymore, but she was. Accused him of domestic abuse. Uh, had pictures showing bruises uh, that she claimed were from. Uh, but then uh, the picture came up uh, of him dressed as Hitler. And no, it, it, there were no... Uh, no question about it. There was the no uniform ambiguity as okay. to what it yeah, was. He wasn't like wearing was a bowler hat not. along with the crappy mustache. Yeah, no. It was. I'm trying to see if I can find the. Uh, if I did that with my mustache because of the grain that's happening right under my nostrils, it would just look like I had boogers hanging out my nose. 
I feel like it'd probably just be like boogers you were hanging out of your nose. Says the guy whose nose hairs are part of his mustache. <laughs> okay, hold that face the whole time. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Um, no, they're in, not. In, in the Hitler photo, he was doing the Nazi salute, by the way. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, that'll, that'll do her. What the mm-hmm. fuck is wrong with And you? so that's, that's the deal is, is all the reports say that that's what got him fired, not the, the allegations of... Uh, allegations are tough because you don't know when they're... Especially if your wife is a wrestler. You don't know right. when... If there's just, if there's just uh, a little heat in the kitchen at home. He he later issued a statement, and I'll read the statement, right? Uh, no words can truly describe how ashamed and apologetic I am for my conduct in the photograph. There's no excuse for such behavior, and I take full responsibility for, for my actions. This was taken in 2015, a time when I was uneducated on the topic and therefore didn't understand the magnitude of how hurtful it was. In 2020, someone was trying to extort me by threatening to post it on social media. I sent it to my wife to discuss the situation. Apparently, she kept it and decided in retaliation for filing the divorce uh, and to post it on social media. Regardless of how the photograph came to light, there's still no excuse for my actions. Over the past month, I've taken time to reflect on my conduct, to which I express my utmost remorse and regret. I've spent time on, off social media to refresh and re-educate myself about the horrors of the Holocaust. I truly do hope this situation will teach and bring awareness to the horrific tragedy that took place so that something like this will never happen again. I can assure you that this is not who I am or who I represent as a human being, and I feel it's never too late to educate or better yourself. If you're ever in the Orlando maitland area take time to visit the holocaust memorial resource and education center of florida where you can learn about the history and depth of what took place it was an incredibly eye-opening and impactful experience that teaches the importance of this history um commendations to so, for there we go. yeah i mean yeah also yeah. you're a fucking idiot like yeah like in 2015 you didn't know what the holocaust was like what the fuck but you know, you young people typically are idiots. I will say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do some stupid shit. And it is a shame. I would and agree. Then, they uh, had a very, very bright future. It is a very mm-hmm. much so a shame. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like so, that action is going to be his demise. And so no then, uh, actually, that pushover star press is just so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But so they had a whole storyline on NXT of um, why his partner was gone and what is he going to do now by himself. Um, I I don't watch a ton of NXT, uh, so I didn't see the results of it. um, And just just, uh, for your edification, I am going to send just to our private... um, uh, group chat the, the picture um i'm not going to oh well now you're just mimicking his wife no we would be mimicking not... it if we posted it on public no no we yeah. wouldn't do that no yeah that's the i'm not i'm not gonna put it on the you don't need to perpetuate that that environment i just want you guys to see the post as it was uh and how there was no yeah that's that's uh 
that's relatively no obvious. In it. Oh, that's yeah, that's whoop. Um, that's a that's a homeboy who was shaving off his mustache and thought it'd be funny, and then went, "Oh, I'll take a picture." Yeah, I think that's exactly what. And I don't. Is. I mean, as a Let's guy go. who shaved off my mustache, I don't think anybody like doesn't. Hasn't ever. I mean, I, I, I mean, I would maybe think it if I was shaving, just as in like a oh fuck, I look like this guy. But I mean, I then wouldn't go yeah. then do it. Yeah, I wouldn't signal. take a picture and post you, it and tell people, right? Like, yeah. Um, for what it's worth, MJF uh, tweeted out, and I quote: "I lived with this man. He's not an anti-Semite. Stop virtue signaling and let the man do his job." So he does have at least some support. Nice. Um. Yeah, it, it was a poor decision in the mirror. Yeah. Probably uh-huh. while shaving, realistically. Yeah. But. By the anyways. way, that mustache doesn't look good on anybody. It didn't look good on Hitler. It didn't look good on, on Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. He made it He made it kind of his thing. It was a shtick. You know, um, until. Until. I, I have heard, however, on the Indies, it. he has reunited with Trey Miguel, who was the third member of the rascals in impact wrestling um and so he is uh at least attempting to work his way back is that smart water it is smart water alkali mm. i gotta try that i've never tried this smart water i feel like it's it's like I legit water smart water tastes like butthole and alkali smart water tastes delicious. Fair enough. And yes, I've moment. tasted buttholes before. That is good to know. <laughs> um, are we moving on? Are we ready to move on to the best? Yeah, I think yes. that's a good spot to not yeah. talk about. Yes. Oh, hold on. Buttholes. Before we do, though. Okay, here we go. Card time. Um, I'm going to give you guys a choice. I have my original starter pack. Or tonight... You know, when I was going to get those tomahawk steaks, I did get a hanger pack, a booster pack. Ooh, Ooh booster pack's got 15 in it? Yes. Let's hit the 15. That's what I'm saying. For, for a pay-per-view review, I think that's a pretty good mm-hmm. shoot. That's, shot. yeah. That's, and uh... This will be, from what I've seen, the hanger packs tend to have more. Yes. Uh, um, there are three exclusive what? red, white, and blue prisms. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So this will probably be the better pack than the starter packs. So first we have, ain't no stopping me now. Oh, Shelton Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. Nice. And that is a standard uh, prism. We have a Beth Phoenix. Wow, this is a much better pack already. Beth Phoenix prism. But uh, a hollow. Nice. We have an Oscar prism. Not a I wasn't ready for that. Ha! Ah! Oh, well played. These are such so much thicker. The cards are. That's what I she said. Say, uh, girthier. That's what she also said too. Do drop. Do where the hell has she been? Uh, she had a little feud last week, didn't she? Yeah, Did she? she was. She got beat by Alexa Bliss on Raw. So she hasn't oh. been anywhere. She's also since. reportedly in limbo too, apparently with her character. So, so this is the Panini Prism for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, I could smell that one from here. 
giving giving a a uh, rock bottom to Stone Cold. Stone All right, Cold, what fucking wise ass remark do you have for who the fuck is this? NXT UK Wolfgang. Yeah, who the fuck oh! is that? We have a I... Mark Coffee. <laughs> this is also an NXT UK. Uh-huh. Oh, I need to brew me up some of that. We have oh oh throwback, and this is a just a panini prism. China. Don't shoot Women's her like a woman. China. Don't shoot her like a woman. Don't do it. Um, we have here for who she is. Damn it. Prism, panini prism. Jay Uso. Nice. That's the one right there. Main event, Jay Uso. Whoever's next is the twos. This is a uh, rookie card for a kid who and just got... say NXT UK. He oh, well. just debuted on NXT a week or two ago, but he's got a new gimmick. I'm trying to remember what they call him now. Guy we're greatly looking forward to seeing in the ring. This would also be a rookie card, red, white, and blue. When Gable Stevenson. Jesus, yeah, we got to still... Uh, they apparently hired like uh, 15 people, too, on their SummerSlam tryouts. So, I heard they were a fucking nightmare. Red, like, white, and blue. 15 this people gonna... got concussions or something like that. Oh, really? A bunch Christ. of concussions. Maybe it was a 15, but it was a bunch. Red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Survivor be... Series. Great Cully. Can't win them all, kids. Can't win them all. No. Red, white, and blue. NXT UK. Um, not an RC. Rampage Brown. Who the fuck is this? I finally got a prismatic. Oh, this is exciting. You ready? AJ Styles. Now that Guess card what? right there, that's phenomenal. Guess what? You got That's one a too. Great prismatic to get. Uh, oh, so we're twins. They all prismatic. Um, right. and the you just got a one up, yeah. Green card with gold. I have a green gold card. Ooh. It is the number seven in the series. Mm-hmm. It is a green prismatic. It is gold. Mm. And it is a guy who performed last night. Ray Mysterio. Oh, who's that jumping out that card? That that's probably actually a relatively rare rare card. One because uh, the well, gold green prismatic along with the gold. Yeah, that's the gold cards are already one of the. Here's a example. This is my gold card that came out of mine. Uh, so they're already a chase card, right? And then, you uh, get and the then to get the green variant of it. That's pretty exciting. By the way, my uh, green card out of my deck is is now going to be the last card featuring her with that name. Oh. Does AEW not do cards other than in their toys? They do them. I just can't find them anywhere. I've gone into stores and asked about them, and they're like, no. I looked it up on Amazon, and they're going for hundreds Super of dollars money. for a box, yeah. you know. So, 
Anyway. All right. Time to move on. Best moment of the night. Best moment. Right then when I got the Rey Mysterio green gold card. No, best <laughs> moment of yesterday night. Oh. <laughs> shit. I was like, that was pretty fucking cool. Sorry. Um, best moment. I mean, Bailey coming out with Dakota Kai and... Uh, yeah. I mean, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Also, maybe that's probably going to be the move. Bianca Belair doing a fucking Spanish fly. Because what the fuck? I also, feel like I've never seen her do that. Picking up the ring with a case of I mean, there's that. I get it. Yeah. I don't understand why it happened. But that was a pretty fucking cool moment. I mean, it also made Sparks nervous for 40 minutes, which was really fucking fun. The photos, though, that came out of that was crazy. There's even a photo of Brock sitting in the ring while it's lifted up. It looks so cool. <laughs> It's like someone distorted the photo, but it's not. It's literally the fucking. Yeah, he apparently did it afterwards, after you know the cameras were off or everything. Right. He went up there and then thanked the Nashville crowd. With his, he's got a broken leg. He's broken. Yeah, that's it. But, um, Michael Cole just kept on spazzing out throughout the entire show. And I feel like he finally came out of his shell yeah. and was like, I think Michael Cole unhinged. was better than he's been in, in years. I think. Yeah. At one point, at one he point, he even said, like, a lot of things are changing now yeah, or something. Uh, I was like, oh, Corey Graves he told has, him, he has a lot less events in his ear. Yeah. Corey Graves, Graves like, told him, hey, hey, you know, can you calm down? What's changed? He says, everything changed. Um, <laughs> so, but no, he was, um, I, if you had asked me last night, best moment, I don't know what I would have said, but it wouldn't have been this. But uh, I've <laughs> I've managed My, to, a day have changed. To, to catch on uh, something that I didn't see last night when it happened live and on the replays and TikToks and stuff like that that I've seen now I've caught. Uh, when Brock Lesnar was standing in the, the skid loader or in the whatever, yeah, up on top, and he did his whole entrance, Brock Lesnar. He then tossed the microphone to and Roman, oh, catching it without Reigns. looking at it. And Roman caught it like no problem. Ro- Roman caught it without looking, but there's even more because now in the replays, you can see not only did he catch it, he winked at Brock. Yeah. Oh. He I caught it, caught it, and just a little quick one. <laughs> Fucking moment of the night right there. Just why so he, nonchalant. Why would he wink at him? Just like, dude, I got you. I got this. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. You're Rock not intimidating me. A Ten foot wide driving lane in an eight foot wide vehicle <laughs> and making two curves without killing anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Roman winking is my moment of the night. <laughs> Just to me, it was so perfect, and it's it's it shows to me how much Roman has come as a performer. That right. that that whole how thing was, there was there I, was I no way that was come, how far he's come. Yeah, he hasn't come. As far, he hasn't come. As much he, as I'm sure he's come a lot, frankly. Not as much as Veer though. Oh, yeah. Veer takes well, no, Veer, on Veer just came that one time. It was just for a long time. <laughs> that is DSB if I've ever heard of it. 
deadly sperm buildup. That's what DSB is, just so everybody knows. Oh my but. god. <laughs> uh, but no, just just Christ. the ability you realize that was a thing. The the ability to do that all because there's no way they planned that. Like they could not have possibly <laughs> planned for him to catch that so nonchalantly. No, definitely not. And then be able to wink, right? <laughs> and just it was so subtle, but it was so it was like I've watched it a dozen times on TikTok. You can so. tell those two enjoy working together, and they're yeah. good at working together. And and to be perfectly honest, that might have been what saved that match, um, saved it from hap for happening, right? Because remember the reports uh, last week that Brock left uh, after after Vince announced that he was gone, uh, and that they were able to talk him into coming back. We've talked before. Every report I've ever read says. Brock Lesnar uh, will do pretty much anything if it makes sense for the story or if he's having fun, right? But if, he's, I mean, if he doesn't care about the story or he's not having fun, he puts in whatever little effort he has to, right? And I think that, I, I think that shows so often in his matches. Like, we talked about chemistry earlier. And he obviously he may have more chemistry with Roman than he did with Kurt, and that says a lot because his chemistry with Kurt Angle was fantastic. I I think it's a different time though too. Um, well, I think when he was facing Kurt, he was facing one of his heroes. That's it. And when he was when he's facing Roman, he's facing a guy who he just enjoys working with. And I think he maybe would have had the same chemistry with Kurt as he does Roman if he had the same promo uh, stuff that he's doing now with Roman. Because imagine that. Brock and Kurt go at it promo-wise too. I think fucking Brock would have his own entrance. Time. I can't believe that Heyman didn't cut uh, Roman's uh, announcement. It looked like the, he was maybe going to and then they didn't and i don't know why um but raining defending <laughs> but he already had i was so shocked by seeing a tractor there so knowledge me that was fantastic i what i don't understand is you put a tractor there because you put the tractor there i mean that's the concept you put a tractor there, you walk halfway down and go, oh, I, I almost forgot my tractor. Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to go back and get my tractor. Hold on for a second while I put on the shirt and the cowboy hat that I apparently need. I'm not a big country fan, but I, I, and I don't know who sings it the song. In hand. But I feel like Brock needs to come out to She Thinks My Tractor Sexy. <laughs> the next time he comes out. <laughs> oh, maybe for me too. Brock putting Roman in the tractor and then dumping him into the ring. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, that was in the ring. Like, Yeah, if he'd have dumped him onto the ground outside, I, I would have put it as maybe a best moment. Into the ring, it was like a three-foot fall. And... um. Yeah, I probably should have raised it a bit higher. But, fine. I think that most people thought that that was going to come into play in the uh, 
and how some Brock got or Theory or somebody got held down one. by the bucket because yeah. throwback to uh, Rock and uh, Stone Cold. Well, anyway, I mean, we still kind of got that just with a bunch of tables, chairs, and anything they could throw at Brock to keep him down. <laughs> kind of, but not a tractor. Right, not a tractor. Nope. And that, is, it, in defense of that, it is much more difficult to lower a tractor bucket appropriately onto somebody's chest right. than to lower a forklift onto mm-hmm. somebody's chest. Yeah. It's not a chain drive, I, it's a a uh, hydraulic i thought i thought it would make more sense for them to use the the skid loader to pick something up to put onto someone you know what i mean uh well i mean they did pick something up with it they picked something up they didn't put it on anybody on our on our uh live reactions um, Smart said there. I can't. I can't believe there weren't any kendo sticks under the ring. There were, in <laughs> fact, kendo sticks under the ring. There was two of them by the steps. Ah, nice. You can see it when I picked it up. Anyway, I'm surprised he just didn't leave Roman in the tractor holder, uh, the the base of the tractor. I'm like, oh, that's how Brock's gonna win. He's just gonna leave Roman in there and raise it. And Roman. I think there were several really good moments on either end of this, though. The handshake from Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, the Becky turn. The Becky face turn. turn. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. What but. flavor do I want? It's gonna be watermelon. Hey. Right. Next next category. Breakout star of the night. Can we can we feasibly say Dakota Kai and you Sky? I think that's a that's a fair statement. I would even say dare say Dakota Kai because Dakota Kai is not even with the company until that now. happens. She is now, so I would say Dakota Kai. <laughs> Ooh, Fernando has a good call here. I don't hate this. Logan Paul. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say Logan. I was going to say it hurts me to say it. But Logan. Love him or hate him, you got to respect him. Logan Paul. Put on a hell of a match. He did. He did. Yeah. I I, I could agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Not Dominic. Um, (laughs) Definitely not Dominic. Dominic. Um, Heyman's I'll give up the title so you don't kill <laughs> that might have been the best promo of the night <laughs> oh my god you're giving him the titles so he doesn't here you can have it you leave my tribal chief alone what he F5 needs my family <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh oh what do we got uh oh Moving on. See, I, I will say Logan for it, but the feeds my family <laughs> might be an argument. Might be an argument for best uh, line. <laughs> I will give you this. Uh, that that is a that is. I a will buy this shirt. 
I yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's solid. Yeah. I will buy but, maybe even a hoodie. Yeah, I, I that might be hoodie worthy. Hoodie worthy, huh? Um. Yeah, I have to. I gotta give it to. I, I'm gonna go with with payment is best line. He feeds my family. <laughs> Just uh, uh, no, that's a pretty good line. There were others. I mean, uh, um, I mean, I was most shocked by saying, Michael Cole's. To be honest with you, yeah, Michael. A lot of what Michael Cole did was great last night. Uh, um, Bailey and saying you thought I was going to come out here alone. <laughs> yeah i can't wait for her promo tomorrow that's gonna be a good time did we do you guys know the name of the faction or potential name of the faction i know there was a news report about that but i didn't uh read it no from all i'd heard is it was literally a last minute thing those are the had, new bailey buddies <laughs> that it had been pitched to vince months ago and it has to have been months ago because again uh, uh dakota was guy fired in april um but it was pitched to him months ago and he turned it down so uh the fact that it came together here in the last week was a big deal man i almost thought uh becky was gonna turn again because i was like oh i thought she was gonna turn and punch yeah bianca Bianca. so i'm like oh bailey becky they're the one they're two of the four horsewomen I thought it was going to be a thing, but no. But yeah, I, I don't know anywhere else I can give the best line. I'm going to go. I, I'm sticking with Heyman. I'll give it to Michael Cole because he seems so free now and energetic and not stuck up. And uh, the poor guy lost his hearing. And I'm sure it was due to Vince McMahon and not the crowd or the fireworks throughout all the years. It was through Vince McMahon yelling in his fucking headset throughout all these all this time so michael cole gets my uh gets my uh best lines because he seemed happy energetic whole lot of things have changed Corey. whole lot of things have changed i I might also give it to this is this is going to probably be at least in terms of lines my runner-up for individual line which was the ring announcer being told to shut up (laughs) shut up the whole crowd popped yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Best performer of the night. Best performance of the night. <laughs> Bianca. And Bianca and Becky. Becky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that performance um, as a whole, just the the. I that feel really like that's shouldn't also have been end up being a match for most of us. Yeah. But opening the night with your with a performance of that caliber, um, yeah, I got to give it that. I, um, like you almost could have opened up with Miz and Logan. You had that little spot; people would have been excited. Oh, that would have created I, some fire. That was a good match. That would have created some fire. Uh, I I feel like they wasted their best moment. Uh, and performance right at the beginning. Uh, yeah. It probably would have changed my rating 
if that was maybe changed. Nobody cares about how you rated the pay-per-view. Not on this show. You can do that on your other show. <laughs> I care. I rate the He's a whore, but he's still our whore. He belongs <laughs> to us. I belong to no one. I'm an independent man. You're a strong, independent man. I am. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Hey, you didn't match. give a best performance. I was okay. just saying it. Uh, <laughs> Bex and 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 Bianco is the best performance. Yeah. I I would love to have been able to have said Liv Morgan, uh, but they didn't give her time to do it. Um. Yeah. Roman and Brock was a fun match. We we mentioned before that this this show that's part of where the show uh, uh, struggled is because it, it was like two good matches on either end and then a bunch of mediocre in the middle. Um, the only problem I have I with that with statement, that, Fernando. Fernando, is is I am ready for us to move on from Bianca and Bex, and I don't know if I remember ever being ready to move on from Rock Austin. Well, that's because we never had to. We got two matches and then Kane, and then we got two matches and then Undertaker, and then we got two matches, then a feud with Mankind, then we got two matches and then Triple H. Uh, Again, this is this is the Becky... benefits of loading a roster. Yeah, but uh, and now moving we on, get that for Clash of Champions or Castle, yeah. because now they're going to be together with someone else facing uh, Bailey's buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please God, let that be the name of the faction. <laughs> Bailey's buddies. The Bay Bays. <laughs> the Bay Bays. But under hype of the night. Moment that was not not hyped as much. This is a tough one because the good matches, the matches that like made us go, yeah, these were good. Those were all really heavily hyped. And all the underhyped matches. I, 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 Logan Paul, yeah, yeah. As that's a real stretch of the word underhyped, but of the ones that were good, <laughs> it it was the only I one. Mean, they could have they could have hyped uh, Baron Corbin and Pat McAfee less. They, they uh, well, I mean, I feel like Logan and Miz were more hyped than. Yeah, we're we're not than... saying they were hyped a lot. I just. Let's look at the cards again, just in case. But like uh, Mysterios versus Judgment Day was A, hyped, and B, not great. Uh, Lashley versus Theory was A, hyped, and B, not great. McAfee versus Corbin was hyped a lot and not great. Usos versus the Street Profits was a good match, but it was also (sighs) relatively hyped. It was over. The match itself was great. The finish it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey was heavily hyped and didn't live up to it because of booking problems. Um, I think we got to go with Logan Paul. Specifically, Logan Paul. (laughs) 
He's hyped, but yeah. Moving on to OMG moment of the night. Do, do we even need to argue? Is this is just a fucking tractor. Is yeah. it the tractor, especially the tractor lifting the... All things thing. tractor related. Yeah, definitely. Never in my wildest dreams that I think I'd see a tractor in WWE television <laughs> lift up a ring and then throw Roman out of it like he was a piece of garbage. <laughs> Just nice tractor, bud. Yeah. Moving on. Best move. Super kick. Take your pick. 50,000 of them happened. <laughs> yeah, the OMG moment is definitely the tractor lifting move. But best move, I don't know. I'm going with that Spanish fly. So I really, I know we've seen that so much in AE Dubs and NXT, um, but from the Spanish fly to then the uh, kiss of death, I thought that was pretty fuego. So that's going to go to my move. What are you going with, Smarks? Uh, ca- catching the mic? No. Um, <laughs> I guess technically that's a move. It is a match, though. Um, uh, the Spanish fly was really good, you know. Uh, I think, you know, in the Bex versus Bianca match, uh, you know, how many times did Bianca have to get her up and hit the... Uh, uh, on on her, you know that that could be argued, but I don't know. It didn't finish the match, but I'm going to actually give you a different one in a different women's match. In fact, Rings of Saturn. It was nice to see the Rings of Saturn be applied, and uh, yes. I wish it, I wish it had had been how she won. Yeah, where I, was the Rings of Saturn that was in the Becky match? Uh, to, to lit. Rhonda. Rhonda had her in, uh, or was trying to get her in the 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 arm bar, arm bar, and she rolled through and turned it into a Rings of Saturn for a yes. period of time. Then Rhonda was getting her up to do the uh, Piper's Pit mm-hmm. out of the Rings of Saturn, and she turned it into a crucifix. Yeah. Like that sequence right. right there was really good. In fact, that that sequence is what that that's what that whole match should have been. Correct. That. That every the chain time, wrestling that those two are capable of. Yeah, every time Ronda came up with something, Liv had, had Liv some had sort of a way out of it, you know? Yeah. Turned it into something, but that was not... Which is kind of what it was, but it was just not long enough of that. I thankfully got my fill when I went to go watch Nunez versus Pena 2 afterwards. I was like, yes. Now I got my feel. SummerSlam is now complete for me. <laughs> and then finally, I think we'll probably all agree match of the night. Bex yep. Bianca? Bex Bianca. For yeah. sure. Yeah. For I didn't sure. think we were going to argue too much on it. Um, and uh, there were other matches in it that weren't horrible. Like and and secondary match of the night is the main event, you know. Um, 
you know, if I were to go down and 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 rate the matches, it would be like Bex Belair number one, Roman versus Brock number two, uh, Logan Paul and the Miz number three, and then all the rest kind of mishmash. Usos and Street Profits was a good match. It just Usos and Street Profits, yeah, that'd be up there too. Maybe that's number four, and then the rest, the field, at that point. Yeah. Um, so four good ones and four bad ones. Matt McAfee and yeah, Happy Corbin being definitively the bottom. Very well could have been. Well, Fernando but... agrees. We have a we have a fan who likes to comment. Some of our fans don't comment as much. Some of them only open up like this and say, "Oh, oh Jesus Christ!" They say something at the beginning and then they fucking disappear for a while. Listen, all right. It's she all still off. helps. She's there as a viewer. She's she great. says hi. She was here all four hours last night. Yeah, yeah I know. And I was. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. She's tired. She only we also, look we also were blessed to have veterans. her give us all of our innuendo. I mean, we we, we set them up and knocked them down. What? In your endo. No. No. Exit only. No. No, but never mind. you say that, but <laughs> you say that, but <laughs> uh, no. do we want to do a, 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 a starter pack? Since we're at the Might end. as well. This keeps you on track for those, and yeah, because we didn't do one of these last night because somebody wasn't here. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I was sick. Leave me alone. This is part of the debut edition. The debut. Debut. We were talking about debut earlier. In your endo. God, the debut editions are just are not great. <laughs> I just first card. There's also NXT only what UK. four in a pack. Tailman. Who is that? Tailman. Oh, okay. I don't know hmm. who that is. Who the fuck is this? Yeah, we have a shirt like that. Hmm. Uh, uh, NXT UK. Emilia McKenzie. What's with all these fucking NXT UK cards? Jesus. Well, I'm going to bet another NXT UK. Wild Boar. It is, in fact, NXT UK. And a prismatic. I have two prismatics. Smarks. Hey. Booby Lashley. Booby Lashley. (laughs) Booby Lashley. (laughs) It's booberific. Booby Lashley. Booby's world. (laughs) Did Did you just reference a... A Howie Law or a Howie Mandel cartoon? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It were a good one. Oh, Bobby's World. Hi, Bobby. Welcome to Bobby's World. Yeah, um, don't give up your day job on doing Bobby impersonations. He's, huh? he's, he's, got, a, he's got a raspy voice today. I got a raspy voice today. Raspy. 
Hello, ladies. Raspy, raspy voice don't mean a thing. (laughs) You raspy voice. Okay, that's it. We're we're spiraling. It's time to end. This is it. Overall, uh, I said it last night. I stand by it again today. Stand by me. Would you quit fucking with your mic so we can hear Smarks? My bad. Okayest pay-per-view of the year so far fits this yeah. one pretty well. It really, really fits in the middle. Like, it's significantly better than day one was. But uh, Money in the Bank was better for WWE. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania was better. Wow. Um, are we are we still saying day one worse than than Elimination Chamber or is Elimination Chamber? Worst. I feel like Elimination Chamber is worst. <laughs> it was not good. It was not good. I mean, the only thing I could remember from Elimination Chamber was uh, Theory getting F5 from the top, but that's it. Fernando gave it a 7. Okay, well, Fernando was allowed See? to give it a ranking. See? Go ahead, bud. Thank you. Thank you, Fernando. I give it a 2.8 out of 5. So, if we're doing so. 10... I don't know the math between all that, but I would give it a six point five point six. It would be a five point six if you're doing the math. All right, there you go, guys. Math done. Usually people don't go quite that far in the decimal points. I give it a pi out of five. Three point one four one nine two six. That's a good one. <laughs> Pi out of five. Too sexy for my shorts. For the sake of saying it, (laughs) I am going to give it a 69 out of 100. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You really went backwards on that one. Or maybe upside down. Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, doing it backwards means that you, you know what asses taste like. In your endo. In your end, <laughs> all right. So, um, Raw and Order is part of the Tetanisco Podcast Network. I don't know if we said that at the beginning or not. We, we, <laughs> we did, we did. It's still but part of the Tetanisco Network, it's still true. But be sure to check out our merch at our merch store, which is shop.spreadshirt.com, um, slash our uh, Raw and Order WBU. Slash ROH, slash ROH. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, you can check all those links in the doobly-doos. Uh, check the Patreon. The Patreon, yeah, it sounds like we may be doing something new with that uh, for the archives. Wait, so We're working on some um, ideas there. There's a couple ideas we're working on there. Um, the socials. Uh, my social is... At D.A. Vincent K. Fabe right there, um, which is uh, only on Twitter and rarely updated. Uh, maybe I'll do that sometime soon. Uh, for Detective Mark Smarts, if he can take a moment from from designing a shirt, he can tell us about his. It's me first, technically. No? At Ron Order WBU. Well, normally I go first, but I figured I'd let him take the lead. Because At Ron Order WBU. Because he's designing a shirt. Pretty much any of the socials. Uh, except for Facebook, where it's at Pissant Podcast. Uh, so you can find me on any of them TikTok, uh, Twitch, whatever. There. So uh, follow us on Twitch. 
Twitch, 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 and that's twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. Uh, you can follow me though at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. Uh at anchor.fm slash RTR. Links will be down below in the doobly-doos. While you follow Raw and Order, twitch.tv slash Raw and Order WBU, you can also follow me at twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25 because I play wrestling video games. And if you want to see me play SummerSlam in WWE 2K22, maybe you should go watch that soon because that will be coming up. Because uh, are, are you reenacting the whole card? Well, I mean, I'm playing. I'm not going to reenact everything they did. I feel like that's way too much work. But yes, I will be doing a pay-per-view card of WWE 2K22 SummerSlam. Uh, won't be able to use a tractor, though. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think I could do that. Um, Lame. But yes, I know. I know. I don't think I could lift it, the ring up either. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. But uh, it will be uh, certainly doing that. Links down below on the doobly-doos. Back to you. That's right. That's right. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on this podcast because we're about to spiral. I can I can just tell it's happening. I feel so. like, did you want to show them the, the new design you just made, the ass hat shirt? Um, I mean, if you want to put it up, you, you sure can. <laughs> I'm, I am. He's busy. Doing it now. now. Doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm not doing in a good it, position it to do it. Because I'm in the oh, middle okay. of actually he's, uh, posting it. He's in the position of innuendo. In your endo. In your endo. That's in one of my favorite uh, lines from the TV show Scrubs. Damn it. Uh, so unfortunately. Can't, can't even put it on a shirt. Oh, I'm sure I could. You know. <laughs> in your endo. Asset. Asset is a noun. A stupid person. Asset is also a noun. Another name for underwear. <laughs> Asset. I feel like yeah. I will own that shirt. Yeah, you kind of have to in all different colors. <laughs> I don't need it in multiple colors. One color is fine. It will be available uh, in all sorts of colors, however. There you yes. go. But it's not on the site yet. Go check out the other stuff that's on there, like a piss and podcast shirt. Um, or a Raw and Order WBU uh, shirt, or a Pizzan Podcast hat, or um, a sticker for the back of your car, or all the different things. Let's end this before I fucking ramble too much, man. Jesus, got to so, learn so how to close it out. On that yeah, you got to learn how to We're going to go up. ahead and and uh, close the book on the <laughs> Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.